Welcome back to System Ministeria, the podcast where Jathan and Peyton talk slower and slower each time. This is Brent. I'm a compy koala. And I am Peyton. Oh my gosh. I hope you guys don't do this the entire episode. It's going to be so painful. What? I might do you? No, do not. Do not. Remember the episode when you wouldn't let me talk like this for the whole thing? No. Which episode was that? I would have to go back and check, but yeah, I think I should try it tonight. No, no, no. I'm done. I quit. I'm out. But it's very, very suave. No, it's not. It's weird. It's weird, and it sucks, sir. I hate it. I hate every every second of it. I hate it. I hate it. But I digress. What's up? It just, it just makes me feel really uncomfortable, eh? Yes. Stop. Can we kick and ban him? If he keeps, kick, kick and ban him if he keeps doing it. We should. Please do. Let's do that. Okay, so tonight we are giving a personal projects update. We are, yes. Yeah. Because I think we may have exhausted our fans while we were... While well, we Jathan is very... Jathan is very banned exhausting anyway. Mm. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that it's his fault. You know, because he well, just exhausts is. our bands. On a general note, you know, he's, he's just exhausting in general. And then, well, anyway, plus he's talking in Discord right now instead of, you know, f- performing a podcast. Jason, why aren't you paying attention? You should be to paying the attention to the podcast. I'm paying attention. No, you're not. We're out of bands. It's my fault. Peyton's blaming me for everything. What else is new? I mean, in your mom. Of course, I'm going to go drift off to some other happier place because you guys are dicks. Mm. Now mm. continue. No, it's your turn for the part of the, for the bands. We insist that you band with us. Yeah, you got a band with us, Jaybot. I don't have any bands. I'm pissy. Why don't you have any? Tell us why you're pissy. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, why are you pissy? What's the, what's the you deal? Know why what's I'm the deal, pissy? sweetheart? You, you, need a, you need a nap and maybe a sippy and some some snacks? I got some goldfish for you. Or some fruit snacks. You some know why snacks? I'm pissy. No, I don't know why. You have to tell us. You sure? No, it's my fucking Use your eye. words. Use your words, sweetie. It's okay. It'll be all right. My it's eye. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Daddy's here. <laughs> Okay, anyways. <laughs> yeah, so as I mentioned, tonight we're doing personal projects. We're kind of all out of bands. Because Jathan's pissy, and he's usually the one who's providing the most... Well, he's usually a little drama queen. He likes to, yeah. you know, pitch fits. Well, and that's... Do I you mean, guys want to hear about a cool fits. piece of technology yes, that fine, I've been playing with yes. lately? Tell us all about the technology. See, they act like they don't want to hear this kind of shit, but every time I, I have something, they're like, oh my god, this is so great. Because you've got to talk about it regardless. So tell us what it is so that we can talk with well, you about Hayden's it. Well, already heard a good bit about this because he's pretty inquisitive, if you will. Mm. Yes, I am naturally mm. inquisitive. But I Jay have been... So help me if this is about a dildo. <sighs> All right, never mind. What? No, what is it? What? Tell us. Girl, tell what us is it? You thought it was so important. This is fuck. No, I didn't think it's that important. I just wondered if you wanted to know. We want to know. Tell us what it is. Anyway, so on and off throughout the past, you know, few years, I have worn, like, a Fitbit or some comparable device, Mm -hmm. which has always been fine, but at the end of the day, I really like to wear, like, a traditional wristwatch, Mm -hmm. and so I end up never actually wearing the Fitbit for long enough to, you know, for it to be meaningful, that kind of thing, and I always thought that they were too focused on, like, you know, like, get your 10,000 steps in, that kind of thing. Yes, so I've been looking for something that's steps in. Yes. So I've been looking for something that's like a little bit more sort of holistic, like looks at the whole picture of your health mm-hmm. and doesn't 
really impose too much. And so I came across the aura ring. Okay. Which I still maintain sounds like some kind of birth, like IUD birth control. It does. Well, it really not, does. It sounds it's, like it's something that you went to a doctor and he put it inside you. And now you're not going to get pregnant. I'm thinking of what? The, the Nova ring? Nova, Nova, Nova ring. ring. Yeah, Nova yeah. ring. Nuva. Nuva. It's Nuva. Nuva. Whatever. Nu- whatever. Vagina Virginia. Anyway, who, who cares? Also, shout out to A Mayor. What's up, A Mayor? I don't think he listens anyway. Yes, he does. He listens. He, he listens. It's fine. Okay. Hey, Mayor. Hey, Mayor. What's anyway, up? Anyway. Also, Dranks. Tell us when you hear Dranks. this. Good job. Proud of you. Yeah. yeah and Mystic Rule. You're, uh, you're awesome. You're pretty awesome, too, dude. I don't. Yeah. I wonder how far he's caught up. Well, not, not this he'll anyway. catch up. Okay. He'll hear it and be like, so I, I shouted out to me. That's amazing. Started reading about the Aura Ring and watched a couple of reviews and stuff, and it seemed like it was a super interesting thing. It mostly is focused on tracking your heart rate variability, resting heart rate, and how you sleep. Mm-hmm. And then it assigns you sort of a readiness score every morning. A readiness score? you base score? your activities that day. Yeah. You base your activities that day on how like ready you are, like, which is a, a combination of factors from the previous day and night's sleep. I'm not really so sure that's feasible. It, well, it, it's I mean, clearly feasible because like, the world it. moves without you. It does you know? move without you. So you gotta, you gotta move at the pace of the also, world. You can't really the world. The world well, but you can make choices on a daily basis. Like, do I exercise today, and how hard? The world uh, is also a vampire. Or so, might I be better off by skipping that today and instead doing something else with my time? Uh huh. So anyway, I jumped. I bought one. A, a okay. new ring. Your mom is going to be so yeah. proud of you for, you know. And I have to tell you, it's pretty cool so far. I've had it for uh, about a week. Mm-hmm. And. Okay. And. Yeah, I mean, and it's just. So the sex with Katie's really good with it then? You don't have to worry about getting pregnant? <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is so awkward. <laughs> Does it do any of that IoT bullshit? No. Yeah. How, how does it connect? Does it just Bluetooth the winner? Well, it connects to your phone via Bluetooth. Bluetooth okay, mm-hmm. alright. But that's kind of it. I mean they do they take your data, but it's they're very clear about what they're Where does it go to? Taking from you. I assume that they store it somewhere in the cloud. You assume. Yeah. But you don't know. But I mean it's well, I mean maybe they have a giant server in someone's basement. But either way, they have a very extensive it's, it's list of what in, they're in collecting. Wait, 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 wait. Absolutely. Our two options are it's somewhere in the cloud, or it's in, it's a, it's a, in a server in someone's basement. I mean, that's where most. Well, of there's the no in between. In someone's basement. I, have you, have you been no in between? between there's no in between. Anyway, not you know, coloed somewhere or on premises in their offices. They're, no in between. They're probably using AWS anyway, so you know. Well, yeah. yeah. Realistically, they probably, probably. Yeah, yeah, but. Anyway, so they're pretty clear about what they collect, though, and it's nothing that's super personal, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, so I've had it for about a week. Pretty interesting. So what made you pull the trigger on this, just because it's like a ring and not a watch? Well, yeah, I thought I was more likely to stick with it because it's super unobtrusive compared to, a, and I can still wear my watch every day. Oh, okay. Interesting. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm testing it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Cool. How will you know if it's accurate? So I was really concerned about that up front. But there is a guy in, I think, the Netherlands or something. A Nederlander? And he works in, like, a lab that studies sleep. Okay. So he basically has done a bunch of studies comparing its measurements over time to, like, professional equipment. Hmm. Okay. And it's not as good as the professional equipment, but it's pretty damn close. Okay. And what's more important what's is the, it's... What's the error? The trends are the same. Oh, okay. So, like, okay. 
it might measure like, you know, your heart rate two or three beats per minute off of what a professional, you know, heart rate monitor would, but mm-hmm. it's consistently going up or down at the exact same rate. Okay. I see. So yeah, I was inherently, I was concerned about the same thing though. Hmm. And so I looked into it and it was just, it was pretty interesting. Cool. Cool. You're going to have to keep, you know, letting us know about it if there's any inaccuracies or anything like that. Now, I noticed that with my Apple Watch that my sleep sometimes shows that I'm, like, awake when I'm not awake, or it will show that I don't... But are you awake and you just don't remember? Well, I was getting to that, or it will say that I fell asleep a lot later than I actually did. Have you noticed anything like that with it? Like So far, no. And in particular, okay. it's because it uses some really interesting metrics to determine when you've fallen asleep, like... It's a combination of your heart rate dropping and right. also your temperature changing. Yeah, because you do get cooler when you sleep. Right. Yeah. So yeah, of all the nights that I've worn it now, I've only had one night that there were any gaps in the data it covered. Welcome back to Sleep Adventist Trivia. Yeah. How does it no does it does it follow the phases of sleep? Yes. So it shows oh. you it shows you your deep sleep, your light sleep, like if you were interrupted or whatever, like it shows you that. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Interesting. That's cool. Good. Good stuff. And was it expensive or like? It's a little pricey. I think the cheapest you can get it is like 300 bucks. Okay. Okay. But it's but like if you get an Apple watch. Right. It's the same as an Apple bucks. watch or a high value Samsung watch or whatever. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it tracks your, it tracks your move like you're walking and you're exercising. Like you can tell if you're doing like strength training or so, whatever. It does give me step counts, but I've never, like, I have no metric to know if it's accurate or not. Okay. Okay. I did go on a walk with my neighbor last week one day, and I, at the end of the walk, I was like, hey, did your, how, how far did your Garmin watch say we went, how many steps? And it was pretty close. Okay. Mine was lower, but I'm also a larger person, so in theory, I probably would take less steps over, you know, a longer walk. The other thing is, it does track activity, but not, like, super granularly. So it knows when you're active when, and when you're not, but it doesn't really know how strenuous the activity you're doing is. Mm. But that's the whole thing is it encourages you to just, you know, try something during the day. Yeah. See how it impacts your sleep that night and your readiness score the next day. If it's positive, then maybe do more of that thing. See, that's odd to me because it has a built-in pulsometer, right? Yes, but it's not always on. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Which mm. I think is kind of the point is like it's meant to be completely like hands off. Like you don't think about it all day. Right. And then you get a report the next day saying, "The next day, hey, yeah. uh, when you wake up, it's like, hey, you should take it easy today, or, or hey, yeah. go climb a mountain." Yeah, interesting. So you know, I'm planning to do a couple of sort of experiments with it. Like, okay, you're gonna go climb a mountain. I'm gonna do like a whole. You're gonna go climb a mountain? No, but more so like I was gonna cut caffeine completely for like a whole week. Ooh, interesting. And just see, like, does it drastically change? It might. That's same thing with alcohol. Hmm. Okay. One day you do cocaine, the other you don't. <laughs> yeah. That's reasonable. <laughs> Just do meth right, for like great. a week and then, you know, see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Figure it out. That's great. Probably be fine. Prob- probably. Probably. Just don't do ecstasy. Oh, it's weird. It says that I'm in a really good mood, but it hasn't accounted for all the teeth I've lost. For all the what? Teeth. The teeth oh, the that teeth. I've lost. Yeah. Oh, I see. You're throwing back to the meth comment. Got it. Okay. Well, Hayden. <laughs> yes. Should we talk about what we're drinking? Oh, you know what? Yeah. So I'm actually just drinking water. Okay. Because okay. I'm saving what I have. Oh, that, that is a good segue. 
we are doing mm-hmm. the cloud episode mm-hmm. next, next after this one. Next up. I thought that was going to be a surprise. No, no, D- dude, we we put Jesus. it like in multiple places now. We've had a we suggested we it had on Twitter, a fucking poll we, about it. Talked about it. It multiple can't be a times surprise. It's like saying, "What should I get for my birthday? This, this, or that?" And then you put a poll out for it. Like, come on, you're going to be uh-huh. surprised when you get one of those three things. Come on. Uh-huh. Anyways, I'm pretty sure they know it's don't coming. Uh-huh me. I'll uh-huh you any day of the week. Motherfucker. So, yeah, so they know it's coming. It's not a surprise. And we are doing that as our safer work episode. There, uh, will be, no, there will be no cursing. We are. There will be no cursing next time. None. We are. And we're going to pre-game, and we're going to game, and then we're going to after-game. And no innuendo either, because that's not safe for work. That'll get you slapped with the harassment lawsuit. I mean, you know. Whatever. So, yeah, so it's a completely safe for work episode, for, uh, which is what we're shooting for. So no innuendo. No innuendo, no cussing. What did I fucking tell you, you about know. the fucking cursing? Yeah, exactly that. And we're seeing who will break first. We don't have a punishment planned. It's got to be something be nice good. We have it's got to be something good. Yeah, it's got to be something good. So, I don't know. I, we'll have to think about that. And, you know, we can think of, of the, the punishment afterwards. Like, yes. Even after we, yes. you know. So yes. if you get... Any ideas as to what the punishment should be for the loser, whoever that is? Jathan. Get in touch with us. Right? Actually, actually, Brent, if Jathan is yeah. particularly aggressive that night, you might lose it first, just because he pisses you off so fast. You know, it depends. I think if I know something's on the line, mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, we'll see. So. We'll see. Are you certain that I'm going to participate in this? Yeah, you, you don't have a choice. You are required to by law. What What if I don't? What if I just fuck? Well, then you lost. You lose. But then for the rest of the episode, there's no incentive for me to keep not fucking. I, you know what? I think it should be for every... Every curse word. The first person to break mm-hmm. has to drop $50 on a chair. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then $5 for each infraction ooh, after that. Ooh, yes. Yeah, I like that. Because... Okay, there has to be a limit, though. Nope. No. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> no limit. I'm willing to do that. I'll pick okay. a good charity. Which charity? American Cancer Society. Okay, that's a fair one. Yeah, that's pretty good. I want to do the uh, the men's prostate one. That's yeah, fine. because I don't. Because that's, that's important. That's, that's important. Got to take care of the yeah, prostate, boys. Got to take care of. I don't know who I would uh, be donating to yet, but you could do the we'll one see. that Dwight wanted to do in the office. Yeah. Uh, Which one's that? Those for the Taliban. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? In the office, Dwight wanted to give to a charity. It was for the Taliban. It was a front for the Taliban. What? Why did... Why would... I feel like Dwight would be the least likely person to... Oh, it was a front. Okay. So it was, like, he, surreptitiously... He, he knew it was... He was trying to... He didn't want to give money anyway, and so then they were making him do uh-huh. it. So he was like, okay, I'll just give it to the Taliban. And oh. like, oh, it's, it's Dwight. Come that, on. That sounds like... Yeah, yeah. That sounds like... Okay. Just to make a point. Got it. Okay, so that's that's what we'll be doing. Yes. I think we'll the first be doing person, that. actually, I think the first person should donate 75, the second person to break should be 50, the third okay. person to break okay. should be 25, but for each of us, it's $5 per yes. fraction yes. on top of that. Yes, that's perfect. I, okay. I, I, think that's, I think that's perfect. I think that'll work. And anytime Jathan types, he has to immediately give $100 to a charity. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the safe for work one. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's a safe for work related thing, but... It's fine. Uh, I promise. Okay. He, he hasn't said anything regardless, so I, I think he's not even paying attention. He's just chatting in Discord. No, Nathan, pay I attention. Literally couldn't care less about your stupid fucking suitable <laughs> for work episode. 
Alright, well, I guess you're probably going to be on the most money, then. That's fine. Okay, fair enough. This is as long fun. As I can keep this living my life. This is great. I'm I'm really looking forward to him just bombing out, and he's going to be on like <laughs> three fifty to American Cancer Society. That's going to be fantastic. And he's got to tweet yeah. when he does it, and he has to do it right away. Well, no, because then he'll he'll not pay attention to the episode. No, I mean he has to pay at the oh, episode. Oh, when he when he do- makes a donation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, we'll be we'll be demanding receipts for all of these. Oh yes. Oh yes. Time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so that being said, let's talk about what we're drinking, guys. What are you drinking? I always said I already said I'm drinking water because I'm trying to save it for the, the safer work episode because we're doing that drunk or inebriated. As drunk as are we guys... can get. I, I I'm not planning on being too inebriated yeah, no, because I get a little loose and you know we're old. You know uh-huh. we, we got to be careful about it. But are you guys pre gaming by the way for that? I will be pre gaming. Yes, Jason, are you pre gaming for the safer work episode? Whatever. <laughs> I think, no, I think to make it fair, we should all start at the exact same time. Yes. Okay. I, I'm and have the same that. amount of alcohol. So what are we going to, okay. okay, well, now here's here's where we're going to, we have to figure that out. What are we going to have? Yeah. Because I can drink like six beers and I'm fine. Jathan drinks a beer and he's already inebriated, so, you know. I've already had more than one beer today. Okay. That doesn't necessarily change what he said. Today? That's great, dude. But I'm fine. Mm-hmm. No, I think we should just start the episode with like two shots of vodka and then do one in the middle and just see where it goes. I don't have any. All right. Well, All right, well, then something that's 40% alcohol. All right. Vodka. Or a lot of whiskey or whatever. Hmm. All right. Okay, we'll, well, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it we'll out figure and it we'll out. tweet when we're going to do it, what we're going to drink. We'll do one shot right when we start like getting in Discord or Mumble together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll do one right as we do our countdown, and we'll do one at the beginning of the topic. Okay. That's okay. That's what, four shots? Three shots? Yeah. Okay. I <laughs> there were two watches there too. Alright, whatever. Whatever. Three shots. Okay. It's twenty minutes in. We haven't gotten anywhere near the topic yet. We're getting so there. We're getting there. Going, Peyton, what are you drinking? I have water and a diet dark pepper. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm saving up for the next episode. Right, right, right. right. Jathan, what are you drinking? New Belgium Mountain Time Premium Lager, also known as New Belgium Mountain Goat Piss Lager. <laughs> That's a throwback. It's my last can of this thing. <laughs> uh-huh. I see. I see. Yeah, I, I also want to mention the game night, but it's it's going to be occurred it's... by the time this would release. But we have some other ones coming up, so, you know, check the site, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Now, play WoW with us. It'll be fun. Yeah. Well, they won't hear that they, until after. They'll literally hear this after we've already yeah. done it. Hey, you should come yeah. play WoW, WoW with us on the fri- on this Friday. R- well, <laughs> not this Friday. No, it's this Friday. It's next Friday. It's this Friday. Next Friday. This Friday. No, it's it's next Friday. It's the 7th. I know, I'm just, um, I'm just, I'm fucking with the people listening. Relax. <laughs> okay. Well, there is another one that next Friday, the 14th. Uh-huh. We're doing Quake 1 co-op. Okay, Quake 1. Quake 1. Now, now, if Jathan blows us up, mm-hmm. can we, we have to come up with some sort of constructive, like, mm-hmm. thing that he has to do if he blows us up. What can we, what can we think of for that? Blows us up in WoW? No, and no. fucking Quake, Quake you numbnuts. He doesn't pay attention ever, I swear. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Dude, I could care less about all the shit you guys talk about in these episodes. Well, we're talking okay. about Quake 1. So... Peyton, what's your tip? My tip? Okay, this is great. This is fucking fantastic, okay? Mm-hmm. So, the Signal CEO... <laughs> oh, this, yeah. <laughs> the Signal CEO... <laughs> Travis Goodspeed. <laughs> Travis Goodspeed, that's right. It was Travis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He hacks 
fucking sell you bright. Sell you bright, yeah, yeah, right. And it's like, haha, what's up with that? You know, it's fucking amazing, dude. Like I just so you know, sell you bright is the application that the cops mm. use to break phones, the backdoor phones, and celebrate, mm. yeah, celebrate, celebrate. By the way, yeah. and so he hacked it, and then I did he tweet about it. I forget what he did exactly. I saw there, a tweet yeah, about it. Yeah, there was a I'm tweet sure about it, it but then he's he was just like, hey, I did this. And mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome, honestly. And they're hiring too, by the way. So if you're going to work for them, go work for somebody cool. But yeah, so <laughs> there you go. Fucking use Signal because hmm. their CEO is cool. Mm-hmm. I keep waiting for end use tour, but it's not coming. It's not coming. What was it the tip was, exactly? Use Signal because the Signal CEO hacked Celebrite and it's cool. Mm-hmm. Relax, man. It's sometimes news related <laughs> and, some, and sometimes. <laughs> Fuck, man. I mean, you're not even paying attention and now you're making crinkling noises. No, that's me. Sorry. Oh, well, stop doing that. Well, I'm paying attention. Fine. I just don't think that's a tip. I mean, yeah. I can understand the perspective, but we're getting out tipping. So, personal projects. Peyton, this topic was your idea. It was my idea. So I'm guessing you have something up your sleeve. I have something up my sleeve? No, I would never I would never have something up my sleeve. What about that in your pants? It's definitely down in my pants, for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean I have six kids, so you know. But yeah, no. Um so what? what? I'm getting so, I'm getting so, all the so, innuendo. And all the uh, curse words. Get I'm get getting it out while I can because next time I have to be a perfect gentleman and I can't say bad words. Right. And my audio is going to be all messed up on this. Yeah, I can, I can almost, I can almost see it. Well, I hope. <sighs> all right, well, we'll see. Anyway, Jesus Christ, Jayton, who are you talking to via your computer? I'm You're not talking. Typing. Do you do anything else on your computer besides talk to people? Have yes, you ever yes, done working or anything? Not, not during a podcast. Exactly. We're recording, dude. Look at Jason dude, Scott's dude. like. You type. All the time. Not during a podcast, I don't. Pay it in. All the time. Okay. All right. So. All the fucking time. <laughs> what a dick. So I have been. Jesus Do you hear Christ. that? Type. What? So I Ignore have. Him. Uh, I, I am. I'm, I'm working on it. So mm-hmm. I've been working on my network situation here and, and trying to get my setup a little bit more streamlined, not quite as CPU intensive or hardware intensive. And so. I bought a series of Raspberry Pis, I4s, and I created a Docker swarm with them. And I have been slowly working on creating different types of services to have on them. And so far, I have a wiki that I'm going to use for both my D&D game and for anything around the house. So like passwords for various appliances or whatever, or passcode to the Wi-Fi or, you know, stuff like that, that I can access and bring it up and show people or, or what have you. Also, information related to, like, say, my water softener that I just got installed or, you know, stuff like that. So my plan is to have some sort of detailed documentation so that, you know, if if it comes down to it and someone comes to the house, it can say, go to this website when you're on the Wi-Fi and it will have all the information you need for it. And also, I've set up a a backup utility for all the major computers in the house. And Mm -hmm. I will be setting up some sort of Kerberos or LDAP so that I can give everybody a username and password because I have, right now I have five people, yeah, five people who will need a, a username or password of some sort to log into a computer. Mm-hmm. And so I need to set that up. And that's my next goal is to get that set up so that 
you know, we have a computer down here. They can walk up to a computer that's free, sit down, sign mm-hmm. in, and they have their profile and everything right there ready to go. I'm probably going to have to have a Windows server set up, too, at some point just for that purpose, but, you know, whatever. No, it, it is what Windows workstations. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay. I, I, yeah. it's You can't get a cloud host or Azure hosted. Yeah. Yeah. Domain controllers. Yeah, yeah. I, so. I I may do that. I have to play with that a little bit, and I will be playing with that while I'm also, you know, working on our cloud stuff. So I'll have some, some information on that. Like, I'm not completely set up with it. So I would like to talk mm. more about it when I am, but that may be, you know, in a few months. So, but I just wanted to talk this time about the setup of this. And so basically what I did is I got, I went down to Micro Center and I was like, I need four Raspberry Pis. And they said, okay, here you go. We have them. Bottom, I mm. bought the uh, SD cards from Amazon. I bought a tower kit so you can, you know, stack them, whatever. And they all have PoE uh, hats on them. And so I don't have to run anything but one wire to them. And uh, I am working on an enclosure with a fan, so that'd be cool. And they are working, uh, they're working quite well. I don't have anything amazing to show off right now, but I will have something, you know, eventually. And I will tweet about it. And I will have, you know, like build uh, documents and stuff like that. Uh, but I'm also putting a Git repo, a Git server on there so I can have uh, backup stuff to get. And then that's all being backed up to my NAS. And then I'm pushing that off to, damn, I just lost it. What's the word for the, what's the, the deep cold storage AWS thing? Glacier. Glacier, yeah. I'm, I'm planning on pushing everything to a glacier. And then that way okay. I have, you know, backups here. And then I have a backup, from a, a, you know, on a mobile, like a desk or whatever. And then also into glacier. And so that way if I lose stuff here, I have it there. And mm-hmm. it's pretty neat. It's, it's pretty interesting to work that out. And. I'm really, I kind of like the setup. I'm not 100% into the way it works, but I like it. It's it's pretty neat. And mm-hmm. Derek has helped me out a little bit. Now, are these RPI 4s or yeah, they're four Bs or whatever? Four Bs, and four of them are 8 gigs. And then I have two that are, I have one that's 1 gig, and then one that's 2 gigs, or 4 gigs. Mm-hmm. And so the 1 gig one is, like, it's number 6 in line. Of all the pies, mm-hmm. and so I don't plan on having much much to do for it. It's, uh, I think it's going to be relegated to really lightweight tasks. But it's supposed to be part of a swarm, so they're supposed to all work together. So we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see what happens. Like I said, I'll, I'll have like a, a write up and documents about the build and and what I'm running on it soon. Huh. Around the okay. time that Jayton finishes his router build videos, where I'll have mine up. <laughs> How's that router build video series going? <laughs> Is it done yet? It's pretty good. Did you see the first one? Well, the first one's done. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Hmm. I'm going to have a new router by the time I finish. (laughs) You're going to have, like, fiber optic in the home by the time you finish. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wi-Fi for everyone everywhere. Well, if you get the COVID vaccine, you you already have a 5G, you know, in your... Don't. I've got a half of a 5G tower in my ass. I get the By other the way, half on Monday. Everyone, we, are, we are joking. We don't believe that 5G is so, in the shot. Jathan. It's in the cybernetic implant they give you afterwards. Wait, Jathan, speak for yourself. Your is wireless. Why do you think Katie's with him? He's got 5G in his butt. That would be, actually, that would be pretty baller. Just that would be, actually. That would be. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, my car has Wi-Fi. But your ass, Jathan? Does your gluteus maximus have Wi-Fi 6? If I put my car in my ass, it would. <laughs> Alright. I'm not gonna... Nope. 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 You're not. Also, I got a 37-inch curved widescreen monitor, and it's 
gorgeous and delightful and amazing. And I don't. So you both have white uh, curved screens, right? I yeah. I yeah. don't understand the appeal of them. Oh man, you know when I first sat down, I was like, "Holy cow, this just goes on forever," and it does. Mm. It's just it feels like you have. Now it is a little bit narrower. I mean, mine's not even huge. That's what she said. Or anything. Well, mine is so it's what's the resolution of this? It's thirty four forty by fourteen forty, so it's not four K, which is fine. But it's you know it's the twenty one or nine or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. I mean, I could put two browsers next to each other, so it's like having dual monitors, you know, mm-hmm. and it just works. It works really nice. But the, okay, these are all size things, though. I'm talking about the curve. The curve is fine. I don't even notice the curve when I'm into whatever I'm doing. So like if I'm playing WoW then or RAF, like, well, then it's what's supposed the point to of the curve. It's supposed to help you feel more immersive in it. So, like, what mm. I'm saying is I don't notice that it's curved. I just notice yeah. that it's, I'm able to see it more, better, mm. whatever, whatever you want to say. Whatever words you want to use for that. Yeah, I mean, I don't notice a huge difference. I just think it's more uniform yeah. looking at the whole monitor. Like, even the sides are the same distance as the front of yeah. like, right yeah. in the center. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It's not, I don't have one of those really weird curved ones that's, like, half circle. It's more like a, like, you just take a line and you kind of dip the ends out a little bit, you know, mm. or in a little bit. You, you wiggle it out a little bit. You wiggle it out a little bit. You wiggle, uh, wiggle, wiggle. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Jathan, have you been doing any personal projects? You know that I've been doing personal projects. What's that mean? Well, I've been talking a whole bunch about the stuff that I've been working on. You have on. been? Not yes. on the show. Yeah, not on the show. You haven't told us shit. Not on the show, no. No, on, mm. in Discord, though. So, essentially, what I have been working on is I'm redoing some of my personal infrastructure. Okay. And in particular, there's a couple of things. So one, at this point, I've got like three different services that all rely on a database. And each one runs their own. Okay. But, you know, like I had to expand one of them because the database needed a little bit more memory. And so I was like, well, why don't I just have a database server that basically fronts all or backs all three of these you know, services. Also, let the record show and then Nathan is talking about turning up a personal infra LDAP server, mm-hmm. which you gave me shit for. Well, I talked, I did talk about that, I but know, that's not what this is about. It's part of your, your infra revamp. Yeah, maybe. Right. So I'm going to build a database server and then I'm going to downsize all the front end instances that are running the actual web apps. Okay. Uh-huh. And how many web apps do you have? Well, I'll have three that Ooh, will all use yeah. the database. The other thing is, currently I'm doing all my backups to a backup CVPS with Borg, which is great. There's nothing wrong with it really? at all. I don't think that's the truth. Why? You were bitching about backups the other day. You were bitching about rest but, of it too. Well, I have you had... You bitched about a lot of things. Two months in a row now I've had billing issues with backups. Okay. So that is a real thing, but... Okay. Hold on, hold on. I accidentally just bumped my PC, and I guess it was in sleep, and it turned on. And now it's loud, so I need to turn it off. God damn, Jason. Hold on. God damn. Shut down. Shut down. Shut down. It's shutting down. Okay, so that's great and everything, other than two of the things that I am running that are reliant on the MySQL database also would benefit from having object storage that they have access to. Okay. Okay. So... I started looking into different object storage. You know, of course, there's S3. Linode has their own object storage. Okay. You know, Backblaze has object storage. Wasabi has 
S3 compatible storage, okay. whatever. But the problem is, in my mind, a lot of them, so like Wasabi, for example, is $5.99 a month per terabyte. Mm-hmm. But it's a minimum of one terabyte, basically. So anything I use up to one terabyte is going to cost me $5.99 regardless. Well, that's, well, I'm guessing that's $5.99. Yeah. In Canadian? No. Canadian? Yeah. Okay. We have inter so, we have international listeners, David. It's me. Okay. You need okay. to specify EST five EDT, okay. USD. Okay. okay. Think of Drake. AUD. All right. Just, just calm down. All right. CAD, I mean. So, yeah, think of Drake. So, the hey, thing about it is. Up, <laughs> the thing is, if I already have mm-hmm. up to a terabyte of object storage that I'm. I'm not going to use a whole terabyte even, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why should I also pay for a backup seat if I could also just shove my backups in the S3 bucket? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you, so then, are you charged by uh, transfers? or? No. That's the nice part about Wasabi. Okay. Oh, I thought you said S3 bucket. Oh, okay. Well, I did. I just... Yeah. Okay. Regardless of the storage that you end up what? using... Whatever. The, the same applies in some cases. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Jathan, I think you're drunk. No, I'm not. Drink tonight, Did you tell us what how much have you had tonight? to drink? Not sir, enough, sir. Can you, you can you put your hands in the car, sir? Sir, put your hands in the car, sir. No. Okay. On. So anyway, no, Jathan, hold on a sec. Did you tell us what you're drinking? Yeah, Jathan. Did you tell us what you're drinking? Yeah, I did. The, the new Belgian yeah. Mountain Time Premium Lager. Okay. Okay. Now, so anyway, so the thing is, I've been trying to find a way to effectively do backups to object storage. Okay. Because then I could get rid of backupsy. Ultimately, I'll be getting more functionality out of my total infrastructure for less money. Okay. And it's one less server to maintain. You're right, yeah. Yeah. Like, so... So, Just remember, Jaython, that it's a delicate balance because if one is putting all of your eggs in one basket and the other is compartmentalizing, wow, so much that it's cost prohibitive. So it's it's a tightrope. What do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? He doesn't know what he means. No, I know what I mean. I so know you're, you're I know you know what you mean. He doesn't know what he means, right? Well, I mean, I'm talking about getting rid of one server. I know. If that's if you combine like the front end and the back end, in a way that sort of makes sense because if the back end goes down, the front end is useless and vice versa. But if you're consolidating onto like one database server, that means you've brought down everything if that server goes down, right? That's true. So, you know, no, I, I totally get that. The thing is, for this case, okay. of the three services, only one is public and two are just for my use. Okay. So, I mean, if they go down, the only one who's fucked is me. Right. Womp womp. Which is not to say that it's not, you know, it's not good, but it's it's whatever. Like, I, it's nothing that's mission critical that I'm going to lose sleep over. Or money over. Money or sleep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah definitely or not. friends. You don't Most want to lose friends. Not. Definitely don't want to lose friends. It would be weird, though, if somebody <laughs> called me up and was just like, we're not friends anymore because I saw your wiki was offline. <laughs> I would not be so, your friend you know, anymore it's... if your wiki went offline. Just, just so you know. Well, I'm really hoping it goes offline. <laughs> wow. 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 I was going to be your friend regardless. Uh, anyway, I was just saying that. That is literally I'm not what you I'm excommunicating you from the family <laughs> because your wiki went down. Mm-hmm. Fuck your wiki. <laughs> uh-huh. So anyway. No, no more trips to Graham Graham because your wiki dropped. No more trips to Graham Graham. <laughs> what do you call your grandmother? Do you call her Graham Graham? Is she, is she no. Gam Gam? Is she, yeah. She's dead. <laughs> She's dead? 
You call her she's dead. He just dead. laughs. Is that what you call so, her? She's he just dead. fucking laughs. Yeah, he just calls her she's dead. <laughs> Gib, she's dead. Why are you calling me? The cemetery, like, just won't let you in to visit her at all. <laughs> it was in her will. If J Thought's wiki ever drops, he's far from visiting my grave. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. This got dark really quick. Okay, for, I mean, first I of all, Jathan, I really hope that your Gam Gam is not dead, but if she is, I'm really sorry to hear that. Wait, Second both of them? Are both your Gam Gams dead? No, just one. Oh. Okay. Well, then why, did, why was that? I just wanted you to feel bad. Well, it didn't work, obviously. I wanted you to feel bad. No. I saw right through your sh- your shenanigans. Good for what's, you. What's the Good singular of shenanigans? Is it shenanigan? It feels wrong. Shenan- shenanigans. Shenanigan. It's just shenanigans. I think it's shenanigan. Hmm. Okay. Alright, so you're doing your info restructure. You're consolidating a server. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out my backups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you spent a lot of time talking about backups today. So yeah, I did revisit Restic two years after we did our episode about Restic and Borg. I'll in the show notes. And it is a giant pile of flaming now, I wanted to ask you. Still I wanted to ask you, how much are you backing up that you're having that much problems with Restic? Because when I backed up with Restic, it didn't take that long at all, and the Eric incrementals were Dude. fine. The incremental that I yeah. showed you was about 30 gigs. Mm-hmm. Wait, 30 gigs for one incremental? No, well, no, the total size. The incremental was like two gigs. Oh, 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 okay, I see. All right. But that's my point is like, so to put it into some perspective, my initial backup took, of 30 gigs, took about 12 hours. All right. Which like my upload is ass, so that might be a real thing. Yeah. But then my incremental, it's like, okay, I'm backing up another two gigs. It should be nothing. It took like over an hour, though. Well, I mean, part of that, it, you know what, that sounds right about on the money for your connection. Dude, Borg doesn't take that long for the same backup. Borg compresses. Yeah. Well, yeah, but dude, this, though, all I was doing was sent, no, it's not right. Because I even did the same test today with Copia. Okay. Uh, and it took about four minutes. That doesn't seem right. A two I'm gig, telling you. A now, two gig I, incremental in four minutes? I have a serious question to ask you, Jathan. Did you read the documentation? Dude, yes. <laughs> He's just making sure. But two, no. I hold on, hold on. The total size of the incremental was two gigs, right? Not the total amount of data. Just the incremental itself was two gigs. Yeah. I don't think you did four minutes on your line. You might want to check a restore on that. I'm telling you. I look. I don't doubt whatever happened took four minutes. I'm doubting the the integrity of that. Incremental. I'm doubting the integrity too. Did you verify that backup? Yeah, I would. I would verify that because that that seems. Did you? Not right. Can you? It's right. Verify it. It's totally right. Run the verification and tell us. It's not a backup unless you verify that it's backed up. Okay. I mean, I haven't restored every file. I did quickly okay. download. So then it's not. A then it's not a backup. Okay. So what do you need to do well, now? <laughs> I am amazed that. On your shitty connection, on your shitty Comcast connection, <laughs> upload nonetheless, it uploaded a two gig incremental uh-huh. in four minutes. Yeah, that sounds that sounds uh, bullshit to me. Like thirty minutes? Yeah, okay, maybe. That's a, that's an R. That's an okay, R. Well, that's an way, R bullshit right there. Yeah. Either way, I will go back and double check. We can put it in the show okay. notes. Okay. But the point is, Restic took entirely too fucking long. Yeah. I mean, okay. And the other part of it is just going and looking at their... Hey, did you fix your uh, your upload speed thing then? Yeah, did you? I don't know. You, do... <laughs> you don't know? 
That's it, not a question that we're answering Why, today. why so don't no. you know? <laughs> because it seems like it's been better, but I haven't done anything to fix it. Maybe it was Comcast. I did tell you it was after your router. Comcast sucks. Or after your modem. Okay, anyways. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So, the, uh... Backups. Backups. Yeah, so Restic, the other thing is their forum and their GitHub mm-hmm. are just filled with people who are like, I had to go in and do this to fix my index and fix my backup and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not interested in needing to do that much. I think that's fair. You shouldn't have to, like, you know, fix your backups for every single fucking... Right. It kind of defeats the purpose almost. Right. So I have decided Restic is definitely out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious why and you thought Rustic would be a good choice. We decided that, that we decided that Rustic wasn't that good when we did yeah. the test. Well, it's been two years, Peyton. Okay. So I just decided I would try it. And that's oh. all. I didn't decide it would be a good choice. I just decided maybe it's gotten better. It is not, for the record. It is not. It is not, no. Okay. So Copia is still maybe a possibility, but it's really young. Is it Copia or Copio? It's spelled Copia. Okay. I don't actually know how to pronounce it, though. Copia? It could be Copia. Copia? Right. Copia. Copia, bia. Koopa Troopa? Koopa Troopa. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Koopa Troopa. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, backups are still... I'm not sure how I'm going to handle those. What I might do, honestly, is just keep Borg for now, but also start doing, like, Copia on the side and just let it ride for a while. Okay. So, Borg's like your fallback. While you test out Copia. Yes. Okay. Because I don't really trust something that new for, with my backups. Yeah, it hasn't even hit version 1 yet, so I'm not even going to bother trying it until it gets there. So, Okay. Is there anything else that you're doing as part of that project? I mean, you already said something about the LDAP server. That's not something that's really yeah. part of this, necessarily. It's mostly just that I, you know, as I've stood up a couple more services, I have passwords and shit all over. And yep. it'd be really nice to just have one. Why is that one up? So I may, and I really, I haven't set up an LDAP server before from scratch, really. <laughs> this would be fun. So I may just use it as an opportunity. Uh-huh. Are you going to take the lazy way out and just set a free IPA? He is, probably. No. Guarantee it. Because Gu- you're not going to learn anything. Guarantee it. That. Guarantee I don't, it. Yeah. I don't think so. Guarantee no. it. Yep. Okay. I don't like when I can't fix things when they break because I don't actually know what they're doing. As we talked about on the turnkey episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's a good approach. So I, you know, yeah. All right. Well, you have a lot of RFC reading ahead of you. Get her done. And But the good news is, like, the RFCs aren't too bad. As far as RFCs go, the LDAP ones aren't too bad. Once yeah. you understand the structure of, like, LDAP in general. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. LDAP's nice. Room. LDAP's pretty mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. I was pretty mm-hmm. pleased with LDAP. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Yeah, I do, I do like LDAP. Okay. It's certainly easier than some things that I've read that are like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Once you get used to, like, multi-value keys and how some are and some aren't, and, like, how to read, how to know that, you know, and what OIDs are and stuff, like, you're, you're yeah. like, okay, I got this. Okay. Cool. So that's it? That's all? That's pretty much all I have going on, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I've been playing with the cloud a lot for work, and then it spills into personal fuckery. Right. Okay. We had a good good time with Derek last episode. That was great. Yeah. I, I got yeah. really excited in the episode that like, oh, maybe I knew I didn't know about some of these things to save costs in AWS and maybe I could actually do it reasonably. But mm-hmm. it's still impossible to be cheaper than like Linode or Vulture. So <laughs> uh, just yeah. fuck AWS so hard. 
Yeah. I'm, uh, no, I'm, no, don't say fuck AWS. I, I, I think if did. you... Okay. <laughs> I think if you actually give it a chance... Dude, I like use you, it all day. Yeah, he's, okay. he's the right, cloud whatever. admin or whatever. Okay, all right. Well, whatever, dude. Well, not really. <laughs> not really what? How is it whatever? What, what's your point? If I give it a chance, what's going to happen? Magic? I don't know. You used it for all of a day, and we're like, fuck this, I'm done. No, no I, I mean, he's I've been using, been it, using for it for work. a while. Okay, what Since, Yeah. And also, all I'm trying to do is even mm-hmm. see if it's feasible. Can I run mm-hmm. Service A in AWS mm-hmm. for the same or cheaper than I can yeah. with Linode? And I the answer think, is consistently no. I think uh-huh. you probably could if you knew what you The doing. only way I can is if I commit to a three-year instance. And that's a lot of money up front. It is a lot of money up well, front. Well, not really for a small instance. But well, it's also like... But do you know if it's, it's going to be big enough? Well, you know. that is kind of the thing. Is do you know if it's going to be big enough? And, you know, what happens if you don't actually need it for the next three fucking years? Then you paid for nothing. Right. Yeah. So, but the other thing is it's just, it's there's the unpredictable aspect. Like, I can assume that I'm only going to use 100 gigs of bandwidth a month and try to base my pricing off that. But if... If something goes horribly right in my life and all of a sudden my blog is uber popular. <laughs> horribly right. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? What a pessimist. Then I'm going to, ultimately, I'm going to end up overspending, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Fair enough. Because, you know, I think having Derek on kind of showed me that, like, yeah, it's the cloud might work for some people. Sure. Absolutely. In some applications. And that is kind of the stance I held before. I'm a little bit more amenable to it now, but I, I don't think it's something I would ever want to deploy as prod. Right. You know, that's, it's, I'm really not, I'm not down with it yet. I don't know if I'll ever be down with it, but, you know, whatever. I do still think it's cool that they use it for, like, TF2 servers and stuff, where you, the size of their pool scales dynamically to the size of, or to the numbers of, of players looking to play a game. You know, I mean, like, there's definitely cool shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that like that use case is like perfect for the cloud. Why am I talking about this? Okay, I don't know why. So for me, for my personal projects, I mm-hmm. haven't really had the time to work on any. You know, kind of kills my soul a little bit. I've just been super busy between work and, you know, like all the home improvement and repair stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I just haven't had the time for it. I did get a couple minutes in on cleaning up the Golang rewrite of SSH nice. Secure. How'd that go? It went all right. I'm stuck because now I have to port moduli.c from OpenSSH. Oh, boy. And that's not going to be fun. I have, I think, five constants done, and that's it. So <laughs> That's pretty good, man. <laughs> that's not good, Jathan. So that's, you know, that's going to be time-consuming, but... Especially since I, I haven't written in C. Like, I, I can read C, but it's going to take me a while. So that's going to be not very fun. So that's, you know, that's where I'm stuck at. Now, there is a Golang package that will let me, or module, I, I'm still not sure the you know when the terminology differs, but mm-hmm. it will let me generate DH params for OpenSSH. You know, that's super easy. The problem is the format OpenSSH expects it in, I can write to the format, but it expects, like, two different fields. One is the number of tests done on the prime. We all know what the module file is, right? For OpenSSH? Uh, yeah, loosely. Okay, so it's it's a collection of DH parameters. And one's randomly chosen for each connection. It provides, like, ephemeral, ephemeral uh, session 
Diffie-Hellman encryption, right? I shouldn't say encryption. Part of the encryption is, is Diffie-Hellman. So it's it's got this list of basically prime numbers at the core of it that it chooses to, to use as part of the Diffie-Hellman algorithm. And, and I'll link to the, the full Wikipedia article on Diffie-Hellman in the show notes. It's a really good read. It's kind of a brilliant, brilliant tool that's common in a lot of encryption. But part of what SSH Secure does is it generates its own moduli. The problem is there's two, these two fields. One is the number of tests. With Golang, I would have to iterate 100 times to match what OpenSSH generates by default. And that's kind of a pain. And two, and this is the more troublesome one, it has a field that denotes which tests were performed. Now, the Golang package I'm talking about, and I'll link to it, it generates it differently than the sieve of, let's see if I can pronounce this right, the sieve of Eratosthenes, I think? Eratosthenes? I don't know how to pronounce Greek. I'm not sure. I'll put it in the show notes, whatever. It's basically some Greek mathematician came up with a guy to generate a list of probable prime numbers. And then OpenSSH has a second test you apply called the Rabin-Miller test to test if they actually are prime. And, you know, there is a chance for failure there. They might not be prime, but it's pretty reliable. The problem is I can... The Golan package generates the primes without using that sieve method that 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 Greek mathematician came up with. It uses a totally different method. So if I wanted to be perfectly honest and accurate in my param generation, I would have to mark that field as not passing that sieve test. It's probably fine, you know, because it applies the, the stricter test as part of the check, but it doesn't apply both tests. So anyways, long story short, that's why I'm porting moduli.c so I can get a fully valid and honest, because, you know, it's open SSH, you don't want to provide fake results with that. So fully compatible and honest set of DH parameters for uh, SSH secure. Make sense? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm stuck doing that. Mm-hmm. Could be worse. I could have to port the whole thing for the key generation. That would suck. That would suck. That would absolutely. suck. Yeah. Very key bad. generation is already done, though. That's, you know, I, I had, the worst part of that was I had to dig apart the custom OpenSSH v1 format that OpenSSH is now using. It used mm-hmm. to just be like a regular PAM-encoded RSA key for the private key. It is not. Now it's wrapped in a bunch of different metadata. Interesting. And they have their own custom format. So I had to kind of break that down and exactly examine, like, the sequences of what the different bytes are and stuff. But that's all done. I did that when I was doing the bulk of it. So I've had that for a couple months now. Cool. But that's it. That's really all I've, I've had time to do lately. So Yeah, man, buying a house fucking ruins people. It does. That's it really cool. does. Yeah. No, there's no time. Yeah. There's no time anymore. Yeah. Having kids, too, doesn't help that either. Well, I don't have kids. I know. I was saying that if work wasn't so murder, yeah, you know, I might have some time there, but I, you know, like it's, it's everything all at once. You know, it's always everything at once. Everything all at once, absolutely. Jayton yeah. typing loudly. What? What? Jayton, if I have 150 keyboards, we're doing this already. Uh, yeah, we're an hour into the raw. Wow. We had a really long episode last time, so we gotta, you know, compensate and okay. have a short episode. Okay. Yeah. If I have 150 yeah. keyboards and I have a monkey at each keyboard. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, let me let me redo this. 150 keyboards and ten. I have each monkey has ten keyboards of those 150. Oh Jesus Christ! How many monkeys are there? What? What? 150 keyboards. Each monkey has ten keyboards. How many monkeys are there? 1,500. No, that's not. <laughs> what did you just say? You said 150 it's monkeys with 10 keyboards. Wrong. No, 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 no. I said 150 keyboards, and each monkey has 10 keyboards. How many monkeys are oh, there? Oh, then it's uh, 15. Uh-huh. Now, if those monkeys were actually clams. This is a weird world we live in, man. 7,564. That's, that's not right. 82,322. 82, uh-huh. Uh-huh. J5, could you show Peyton how to 15 do that? 15 clams. Five. Okay, great. Five. What is what are your 15 Five. plans? So I wanted to talk about a tool that I discovered while I was doing some of my object storage fuckery. And Peyton, you in particular, it. this might actually be useful for you if you're starting to stick things in Glacier. Okay. So Glacier, you know, yes, is like a deep archive, but it doesn't do any compression for you. Mm. Right. So it's really cheap, but ultimately you can still make it cheaper by compressing stuff before you send it. But depending how large whatever you're sending is, it might be really hard to make a whole tar archive that's compressed out of it right so i started exploring like is there a way to stream data basically to s3 and it turns out that there is there's a tool called s3 gopher s3 g-o-s-3-r yeah not gopher the dead protocol yeah that allows you to stream data to s3 and it can even do parallel streams hmm and so you can basically run a tar command and pipe it to S3 Gopher and not actually store the chunks locally. Well, you are. They're just a memory. Well, they're... Yeah, but but I mean... Yes. <laughs> but it's not going to store your entire archive in memory. Well, right. So the whole thing is, this is a really great way, in my opinion, to send things to an S3 bucket on a one-off basis using, you know, tar and XZ... And just piping it to S3 Gopher, sending it straight to S3, and then having an S3 bucket that basically automatically moves everything to Glacier. It would for really you. suck if you messed it up, because then you have to redo the whole thing. That's true, but there might be cases where you just literally don't have space to do it any other way. Yeah. So I have tested this with just that use case. I made a compressed tar archive today and sent it to an S3 bucket that just automatically moves shit to Glacier. Mm-hmm. And, cool. I mean, it worked fine. It was a really small example, but it worked fine. Okay. Cool. So that was all I really wanted to talk about. Hmm. That's the use case that I can come up with too. I mean, what about? Do you have any other use cases? I mean, just for parallelizing transfers to S three, it's probably pretty valuable. Okay. Because large uploads to S three can take a while in serial. Right. Especially if they go to Glacier. Well, you can't really move things directly into Glacier necessarily. Uh. Uh-huh. So, so what most wait, people do the, is the S three bucket doesn't block when it uses Glacier as a backend. Well, that's the thing. That's yeah. I mean, you can't literally upload. It's kind of complicated. You basically get like a re- you make a request to move data into Glacier, right? Into what's called a Glacier Vault, right? Right, right. But you can't just mount Glacier as like an S three bucket, typically. Okay. I thought so. You- what you have is a, an S three bucket that has a lifecycle policy that says you know objects older than one second get moved to Glacier automatically. Okay. So as soon as the object is actually in the bucket, it gets moved immediately to Glacier. Well, after a second. Well, yeah, okay. Interesting. Okay. Because I... Man, you gotta be careful about that thing. Because if you're parallel, parallelizing a transfer, and it's freaking huge, and you have the threads for it, it's 
potentially going to be sending a crap ton at once, which is going to fill up that bucket. Yeah, even for a second, but it's, you know. Well, I mean, that's the case regardless. But you only pay for the data, you know, for that second. Well, think of it, think of it like a buffer, right? So with buffers, specifically like, well, channels, actually, in, in Golang, for instance, right? Because they're, they're basically modern equivalent of a, of a traditional buffer. So you've got a set, like a fixed size of something. And you put it in oh. there, and until it's read out, you can't put any more in it, right? Okay. Now, think of that as instead of a hard limit for the size of that buffer, essentially, you've hmm. got a soft limit, but your limit is cost. So it can take as much as you want, but you're going to be paying more the more that's put in, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying if you've got a beefy machine you're sending it from, and it paralyzes it, and you don't have an option to hard limit that? Like, I've got a 32-core machine. 64, if you want to count hyper-threading. So, like, that's... Hyper-threading! 32 to 64 potential simultaneous connections. And if it's, like, a, a, a huge, big file, right, it's filling up that bucket pretty quickly. Because it's still one second, but in that second, I've got how much, you know... Is whatever okay, my, but but my, here's the thing: is I'm you're talking about uploading a single file, dude. Yeah. So I don't think you actually get charged during the intermediate process of it uploading. I think you wait. You it doesn't charge you until it's already uploaded, like completely. Well, that's my question. If this is a stream, how does Amazon? How does S3 know where the end is? Well, I don't know the magic of how this tool works, but okay, I think that there's some mechanism around that. Uh huh. At a guess. Okay. I also might be wrong. In multi-part uploads, you might pay for the parts as they're uploaded. But the point is... I mean, does I it mean, chunk it? Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm I mean, assuming you're not... obviously it's chunking it to some degree because it's paralyzing it, but like... Right, but I think you're overthinking the payment problem a little. Maybe. I mean, that could be, but... Brent overthinking a problem? <laughs> no. The engineer overthinking something? Who would have thought? Right? Seriously. Okay. Okay. That was what I was getting at, is, like, unless there's a way to, to set hard limits for how it pushes that, right. depending on how right. it does it, that may be incurring a higher cost than you think. Yeah, okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Is that all you had for your plans? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, this, this is a pretty quick episode. Clam down. Clam to now. Yeah. Clam to now. Cool. All right. Well, this has been System Ministrivia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Peyton. See you around.